The 19th century Massachusetts anti-aid amendment prohibits cities and towns from giving public money to charitable, educational, or religious organizations. First-term mayor from East Hampton, Karen Cadger, says she only learned of the law recently and abruptly ended years of financial support for a community center. Now that we're aware of it, it won't be funded in the future, and it's not funded in this budget. Nobody quite knows how many nonprofits get funding like this from their communities. But Jim Ayers, who's the head of the United Way in Hampshire County and is also on the board of the Massachusetts Nonprofit Network, says funding for other nonprofits could be at risk. I assume it's a minority, but I don't know if it's 2% or 40% or what, and um, that'll be helpful to, to try to get a handle on. The Massachusetts Nonprofit Network and others want the intent of this 19th century law clarified by 21st century lawmakers. What is it actually intended to do? According to the Massachusetts Department of Revenue, it is not meant to prevent municipalities from partnering with nonprofits in their communities. Eric Gouvin, the dean at Western New England University Law, says in the mid-1800s, lawmakers passed the amendment to stop a growing Catholic population in a largely Protestant state from using tax money to fund parochial schools. It was one thing to to be welcoming for all Protestant sects, but there was a very, very strong anti-Catholic bias. Much of that anti-Catholic bias may be gone, but Gouvin says the anti-aid law won't go away without an amendment to the state constitution. He says every few years it does land in Massachusetts' highest court. In 1981, the court took up the matter of Springfield schools using city money to fund special education for students in parochial schools. When those payments were challenged, the the court resolved it by saying, this doesn't violate the anti-aid amendment because those payments aren't to aid Catholic schools. They are to fulfill a public purpose that the city has of providing special education to their students. And in that sense, Kuvin says, the schools become just like any other vendor the city can legally contract with. And that could be the loophole supporters of the East Hampton Community Center are looking for. The city council is reviewing the mayor's budget this week. They can't add money back in, but they can, and some are, protesting the budget cut. For New England Public Radio, I'm Jill Kaufman.